welcome to the Owning Your Sexual Self podcast, a place for you to listen and explore all things surrounding sex positivity. I'm your host, Rachel Main, sex therapist and educator, intimacy coach, awesome wife to my husband, Danny, board of directors member and team leader with Pure Romance, and best of all, a work from home dog mom to my favorite pups, Bane and Tater. After starting my Pure Romance business, I quickly learned how much sexuality education was lacking within my community and how much shame was placed on things like fantasies, masturbation, and sexual dysfunctions. I'm on a mission to make this world a more sex-positive place, and with this podcast, I hope to reach thousands of people. I'll bring real-life experiences to the surface and normalize them by offering a non-judgmental view. If you can get down with that, then tune in every Monday and let's change this fucking world. That's right. This honestly will probably be the easiest podcast episode I ever record because foreplay is my favorite word. So other than masturbation, foreplay is my most favorite thing to talk about and it is the most thing that I get asked about whether I'm doing a pure romance party, whether it's in the confidential ordering room after a pure romance party, in with my therapy clients, it's, it is something that most people need more information on. Foreplay is a very real thing and it is a very real important thing when it comes to your intimate life. So foreplay is generally what comes before intercourse is happening. Now, whoever you ask, intercourse, everybody has their own definition of intercourse. Most people are going to describe intercourse as penetrative sex. However, that's not always the case. I am not here to tell anybody that they are right or wrong. Whatever you want to describe as intercourse or as foreplay in your life is 100% okay because your body, your decisions, okay? So here is, though, the important things that I like to talk about at parties when I am presenting. I like to educate people on this within the therapy practice, Um, really just in general conversation with friends or family. Foreplay, I'm not kidding you guys, is one of my most favorite things to talk about because I think it it is something that we lack knowledge around and we don't realize how valuable and important it is when it comes to our intimate life. So after my very first episode, I got some of my male friends that contacted me and they were like, hey, don't forget us men are listening too, so make sure that, you know, your podcast is directed for everyone to listen to. And on the flip side, when it comes to foreplay, when I'm doing my parties, women that are in heterosexual relationships say, hey, can you say all of that again so I can record you and I can send it to my husband or like, do you have a page or something that I can add my my husband to or my partner to? Can my partner come to this party so that they can get educated on this? So foreplay, whether you are single, whether you're in a relationship, whether you are a man, a woman, non-binary, it doesn't matter. Foreplay is something that everybody needs to know about. Seriously. So here are a few things that, in my opinion, can really make a difference in your sexual life. 
Okay, first and foremost, foreplay comes first. That is the most important part. Foreplay should always be happening before penetrative sex is happening. Whether that is with a penis, a vibrator, a finger, that should always happen first, okay? Here's why. If you are a female listening to this podcast right now, you are like a crock pot, generally. Women are like crock pots. Now, if you're a man listening to this podcast right now, you are like a microwave. No pun intended. However you want to take that. But here's how I'm going to explain it to you. Women are like crock pots. We need this sort of preheating phase of foreplay to occur before we are ready to receive that penetration. Whereas men, you guys listening, you only need about two minutes to be fully erect. And let's be honest, most of you out there, that I'm saying two minutes to be fully erect. Let's be honest, it's like a few seconds, your partner comes, they say something to you, they do something, they're wearing something, they're smelling like something. And, you know, you are just like, oh, okay, okay, a few seconds later, boom, right? Ready to go. Whereas women, we are more on terms of this reactive desire. Men, you're more spontaneous. So women, crackpots, so for a female to be ready for sex, about 15 to 20 minutes of enjoyable foreplay. Notice I said enjoyable, okay? Can we just, can we just make note of that very important word, enjoyable foreplay? That means, ladies, if you are not a fan of nipple stimulation and your partner is spending 20 minutes playing with your breasts and doing some nipple play, that's not doing anything for you. If you're someone that is out there and you don't enjoy kissing, right, you are like, the thought of making out with your partner, for whatever reason, it doesn't matter, but the thought of making out with your partner, you're just like, "Mm mm-mm, nope, I'm good, I'm good on that. The thought of possibly giving or receiving oral sex, if that is not enjoyable to you and that's what your partner thinks is what they should be doing for your foreplay, whether or not, again, you're male or female, we all have our preferences when it comes to what we would describe as enjoyable foreplay. So when you are communicating with your partner, it is so freaking important for them to know what feels good to you, okay? So women... 15 to 20 minutes of enjoyable foreplay. Men, two minutes to be fully erect. All right, so foreplay first. We got to go through that preheating phase. And I'm going to tell you, the reason why this is so important for us females um, is because our bodies, guys, our bodies are... I mean, we're, it's an amazing, amazing thing. It, it's like, we're like transformers, seriously. So our body, when our bodies go through that sexual response cycle, which is what is triggered within our bodies when foreplay is occurring. So what happens in that moment? Our cervix actually starts to move back. Our vaginal walls start expanding and we start to self-lubricate. Now what that is doing, that is now making that penetration more enjoyable, easier, comfortable for us, right? So that self-lubrication is happening. That is going to make that entry much more comfortable and, and quite frankly, less painful. There's so many women out there that experience pain during penetration. And a lot of times, 
I'm not kidding. I'm not saying that foreplay is the the fix-all, the cure-all, but foreplay can make such a freaking difference when it comes to intercourse, you guys. I cannot stress that enough. So here is here are the other things. Guys, what we see in movies is not real, especially pornography. If you listen to last week's episode, what we're seeing in movies is most of the time very, very false. I'm going to use Fifty Shades of Grey for instance, okay? I love the movie, love the books. By the way, if you're looking to, if you're someone that's experiencing low desire, low arousal, erotic novels like Fifty Shades of Grey are great things to kind of get your mind flowing, get those juices flowing, if you will. Um, So just going to put that little nugget of information out there for you. But so, but take, if you've seen Titty Shades Grey, take this movie for example, right? Anna, she is always ready. I mean, girl is like, this girl is on fire! But like, in a, in a good, good, like, sexual way. <laughs> but let's be honest, that is not how real life works. Like, women, on the majority of the time, I'm gonna say, yes, ladies, there are some of you that are out there. I get it. I Believe me, I've met you in real life. i i I'm just, yeah, I've met you. I know you're there. But the majority of us are not like Anastasia Gray in Fifty Shades of Gray, okay? The majority of us are not in the shower, just ready to go, fully lubricated, just so hot and heavy, love any and everything that our partners do or say. That's not reality. The other reality is pornography, what we what we are seeing in pornography yes while the porn i'm a huge advocate of porn it can be used in a in a very erotic way whether you're experiencing that with yourself or with a partner but knowing in the back of your mind yes using that for your fantasy aspect but knowing that in the mind when you go in your own bedroom when you get home that the reality of what you just saw on tv or what you're currently watching on tv is probably not going to come to real life okay Let's just, we gotta, we gotta be honest, seriously. So pornography, if you guys don't know, it takes hours and hours and hours of filming for that to, for that to come, that little 20 minute segment that you're seeing is, I mean, it takes forever for them to film that. Not to mention there are penis pumps involved. There's a lot of lubrication. There's a lot of faking. There are so many things that is happening I'm sorry if I'm just like crushing all of your porn dreams right now. I apologize. We have to know that what we see in porn is not what's going to become reality, all right? So just knowing if you have a female partner at home or if you are a female yourself, please, guys, communicate to your partner what feels good. If, if you don't know what your partner likes, and this goes for all of us, ask your partner, what do you like? What do you think about making out? What do you think about oral sex? What do you think about role play? What do you think about lingerie? What do you think about bedroom accessories? All of these things. Just ask ask those open-ended questions. What do you think about insert whatever you want? <laughs> okay? So, we got foreplay comes first. We have crockpots and microwaves. <laughs> this is such a fun episode. Um, and we have that movies are not real. So making sure that you are setting realistic expectations when it when you do get into the bedroom with your partner and, and focusing also on pleasure instead of orgasm, all right? Because pleasure is really, really the key here. Everybody wants to experience pleasure. 
and slow and steady wins the race. It is a blessing that for females, that foreplay process, that average of 15 to 20 minutes, that is a blessing, you guys. We should be taking advantage of that. 100% taking advantage of that. Because that is like, that is where the fun happens. Most people that you will ask, they actually say that the foreplay, those things that are happening before sex is happening, that buildup of anticipation, that for a lot of people is even more enjoyable than the act of sex itself. Like, seriously, think about it. So the other important thing to know here is our brain is our number one sex organ. Yes, it is not the penis, it's not the vulva, it's not the vagina, it's not the clitoris, it's not our skin, it's not our ears, our neck, anything like that. Our brain, our brain is our number one sex organ. That may not sound very sexy to you, but I'm going to encourage you to turn your sexy brain on. We have a sex switch up there, guys. We need that sex switch to be turned on. When that is on, that's what triggers the rest of our body to start going through that sexual response cycle, which I already mentioned. Start to self-lubricate, start to get sweaty, start to get aroused, start to feel more in the mood. These are the things that need to happen. In order for, well, um, these are the things that should be happening. This is how make, you're going to make sex more enjoyable. So your brain is your number one sex organ. So that means, ladies, if you are laying in bed, you're about to be getting it on, and you're sitting there, laying there, thinking, gosh, what am I going to make for dinner? Oh, my boss was a real asshole yesterday. <sighs> did, I, did I change the laundry? Shit. Are those clothes sitting in the washer right now? Oh my god, I hate when I do that. Those clothes are about to be so musty. Ugh! What you're thinking about during sex, before sex, has a huge role on what, how, what and how your body is going to react to and how it's going to react. So your brain, your number one sex organ. So please, partners out there, stimulate your partner's brain. How can you do that? You can, you can whisper, I'm going to use a cliche, whisper sweet nothings into their ear. Just kidding. Not really. That totally works. But whispering nice things to them or saying nice things to them, complimenting them, saying sexy erotic things, sexting, all right, or leaving love notes. All of those things are putting these messages into our head of, yes, pleasure, things that make us feel good. That is the key here. So what you're thinking about plays a huge role. If you're thinking about the laundry and how musty it's getting, girl, you already got to switch over the laundry anyways because you're past that point of no return. So you might as well enjoy the pleasure that is coming your way and turn on. Let's see, how can you flip that thought? Ooh, I know. Imagine that your partner is doing the laundry instead of you. Yeah? Does that work for anybody else or is it just me? (laughs) Imagining my partner or seeing my partner do uh, chores chores around the house? Mm, mm, Mmm. Yes. All right. So we got your brain is your number one sex organ. We got crockpots and microwaves. We got foreplay first. We have movies aren't real. We have slow and steady. Slow and steady wins the race, guys. Enjoy this time. Enjoy this intimate connection with your partners. Seriously. 
And I know, I know there are some of you that have very busy lives. You have kids, you have kids walking in, you got kids, can the kids hear us? Or when are the kids coming home? All these things. Or, oh my gosh, I have to be at work in 10 minutes. Make the time for one another. If it's something that you want in your life, make the time for one another. And I'm going to tell you, there's nothing wrong with when you are enjoying foreplay. Let's say orgasm does happen. Let's say it happens for one partner. Let's say it happens for both partners. And you don't end up having sex afterwards. Guys, that's okay. It's not always about having sex. There are many couples out there that don't enjoy penetrative acts. So they just enjoy giving or receiving oral favors. They just enjoy erotic massage. They enjoy role play. They enjoy these things. So figure out what what works for your couple, what works for you specifically, because we should always be coming first. We need to make sure that our needs are expressed so that they're being met, all right? The other very, very important thing here is lubrication, you guys lubrication so freaking important and i just i need to say this spit is not lube spit is not lube seriously lubrication as i already mentioned earlier you are going to self lubricate when the foreplay process is occurring when that sexual response cycle is occurring within your body however there are some of us out there that vaginal dryness is an occurrence in our life and that could be because of so many different things that could be because of age stress medication kids it's wednesday it doesn't freaking matter dryness in our vagina is something that can occur so please 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 make sure you're using a lubrication before any sort of penetration happens that's protecting you from micro tearing inside the vagina you only get one vagina in your life please take care of it I care about it. Please, please, please use a lubricant, which is not spit. <laughs> oh, all right. So here are some foreplay tips for you guys. Yes, I'm so excited. All right, so I already mentioned a few. So definitely oral favors, that can be a form of foreplay. So whether that is giving or receiving or an oral favor, either way, making sure that you're communicating what feels good. What do you like, okay? And just my little masturbation plug, you need to experience things with yourself to find out what feels good before you're able to fully explain them to other people, okay? Don't worry. Masturbation episode coming to a podcast near you very soon. So oral favors, uh, manual stimulation, okay? So this could be clitoral stimulation. Yes, ladies. Over... 85% of women need clitoral stimulation to achieve an orgasm. So making sure that the clitoris, which is the only purpose that it has on your body is for pleasure, making sure that that is getting stimulated correctly. Yes. Role play in the bedroom, that can be a very effective tool. Massage. Massage is one of my favorite things to talk to couples about when it comes to foreplay. Massage doesn't always have to lead to sex and it doesn't always have to be done in an erotic way, but oftentimes after one is receiving a massage, they will find that they will become aroused and they will want more of that feel-good type stuff, all right? Lingerie. Lingerie is the universal sign of confidence. You thought I was going to say sex, didn't you? 
Lingerie, universal sign of confidence. When somebody is wearing a piece of lingerie that they are feeling their damn self in, they are more likely to take action in the bedroom. They are more likely to achieve an orgasm. And that is an immediate indicator to their partner, most likely, that it's about to go down. All right? So lingerie, for sure. Huge advocate of lingerie. Laundry, massage, sexting, leave your partner a love note. Oh my gosh, how cute. You're getting ready to leave for work and you leave your partner a little love note. Can't wait to see you when I get home tonight. Winky face, yes. Or guys, maybe you leave a little love note for your partner in her underwear drawer. Maybe you leave it on top of the underwear that you would love to see her in that night. Yes. All right. And also just please, these should not be, these things should not be done as like an I'm sorry act. (laughs) I mean, they can be done, but it's more meaningful when these happen out of nowhere, right? When it's coming from a genuine place, not like you're trying to make up for something. And that goes both ways for men and women. Hot and cold play. Yes. Introducing hot and cold items into the bedroom, something like an ice cube, a heating pack, a warming lubricant, anything like that, that can change things up for you as well. Adding in bedroom accessories. There are tons of things out there, body massagers, clitoral massagers, things that don't have to have penetration occurring, things that things that vibrate that you can put on nipples, that you can put on genital areas, that you can push up against the perineum, which is very enticing for people with penises. All of these things, guys, enhancements, right? Maybe you want to use a flavored lubricant. Maybe you want to use an enhancement, something that is going to cool your clitoral area or cool your G-spot area or warm it up, whatever. Again, feeling whatever feels good to you. And then my last thing I want to mention, bondage. If you're introducing something like a blindfold into the bedroom, When you're taking away that sense of sight, that is heightening all of your other senses. So something just as what we might seem as simple as kissing or nipple stimulation is way more intense when we're blindfolded. Lighting a candle, that introducing that sexy smell. Maybe you light the same candle every time you have sex. That way when your partner lights that candle or you like that partner (laughs) or you like that candle, That is the immediate signal to each other that, okay, yep, I'm feeling it. Yes, all right. But bondage. So when you're introducing these different sensations into the bedroom, then that can also be a huge game changer. We can actually train our bodies, ladies, to orgasm in different ways by introducing new sensations into the bedroom. Uh, Example, the movie White Orleander, if you've never seen it. Girl, legit orgasms from a flower. Whew. Amazing. Our bodies are amazing things. Transformers. Oh my gosh. Seriously. So good. So I hope this was helpful for you. I am very excited. Next week, if you're listening to this podcast in current time, next week is Valentine's Day. So I have a super fun episode for you guys uh, planned for next week. I'm going to have my husband, Danny, actually join me on the podcast. And we're going to share our story about just the story of the mains from the very beginning um, and actually how we started talking about these things 
uh, when we first started dating. So how we started to talk about sex, foreplay, what feels good, what doesn't, what we like, what we don't like, all that good stuff. So definitely stay tuned for next week's episode. Meet the mains. It's going to be a good one. But I hope, of course, that today was important and enjoyable for you guys. I hope you got a little bit of humor out of this. But foreplay, if you can't tell from the excitement in my voice, it, it truly is my most favorite thing to talk about aside from masturbation, although they can definitely go hand in hand. So um, let me know if you guys have any questions. Uh, If you check out the show notes here, I am going to post links to some of my favorite foreplay products. So you can check those out. Um, Valentine's Day, as I said, current time is coming up right around the corner. However, if you are in a fun, enjoyable, healthy, loving relationship, why not make Valentine's every day? Honestly, we don't need one day a year to celebrate each other. We need to love each other all the time and experience pleasure all the time. And if you don't have a partner, girl, treat your damn self. Run yourself a bubble bath. Get yourself some fun things to use in the bedroom. Light a candle for yourself. Who the frick cares? Turn on some porn. Turn on a good playlist. Whew. We got this, all right? All right, have an awesome, awesome day. Thank you so much for listening. And until next week, go out there and own your sexual self. Thank you so much for listening today and helping me change the world by spreading sex positive awareness. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram under Rachel Main, or check out my Linktree website in the show's bio for direct links to all my pages. You can also shop my Pure Romance store or become a Pure Romance business owner yourself by visiting pureromance.com slash Rachel Thank you again so, so much. Until next week, go out there and own your sexual self. Thank you.